Seth Emerson over there is Jeff Schultz and we'll just open with this this sucks this I mean there's nothing else to say is there Jeff I mean this this sucks there's I was telling you this over the phone and you and I have had a lot of phone conversations over the last 48 hours that the thing with sports is that it gives you joy or pain for your team and you it's kind of like the Garth Brooks song the dance you know you you had the joy, you had the pain, but you, you at least, you know, you had the dance. The The dance has been taken away. Literally the midnight or March madness is gone. Um, but we don't have baseball for a while. We don't have basketball for a while, hockey, soccer. Uh, I mean, we just, we don't know for how long and it, it sucks. We've, we've got no sports and you and I don't have that to talk about right now. Um, and there's just no other way to put it. And I, I commiserate with everybody out there who's who's feeling like this. And first off, the people who are touched directly by the coronavirus, obviously they have it worse, much worse. So it's on a much smaller scale for everyone else who at this point, the way it's affecting them is just that sports is taken away or school is taken away. So I'm home with kids for two weeks and I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, yeah, <clears throat> but so, yeah, it, it just, it sucks for everybody. Um, Jeff, you were in Nashville as all this was going on. What was it like over that? I don't know, 48 hour period, I guess. First of all, Seth, I was just going to say this is the worst virus to hit Georgia athletics since Jim Herrick. Okay. Okay. Can we have a, Laugh. You know what? We really need a live studio. We need, yeah, we need, we need, we well. need laughs. <laughs> but all right, Schultz, let's. Okay, yeah. know your audience. Uh, and I and I and I apologize uh, if I sound congested. I actually am congested, and and I, I was just telling this to our producer John Hayes. It's like over the past week, I've kind of been up and down physically, and like every time I wake up with a cough, it's like, do I have it? Do I have mm-hmm. it? <laughs> yeah. Do I need to go outside? Do I have it? Um, Back to your question. It was strange. I think I can't remember. Ex- it, it's all a blur right now. I mean, so I can't remember in the morning when I drove up for the for Georgia's turns out to be Georgia's only game where exactly things were. I think maybe the Warriors had announced um, that they were going to on, on the West Coast. They announced that they were going to play a game in an empty arena. And I think the governor of Ohio might have already said what he said which meant two NCAA tournament brackets were going to be played uh, without fans. And so I think at that point, we a lot of people who were sort of at the tipping point were like, okay, this is really serious now. Mm-hmm. And who knows where this is going. And I, I think in the back of my mind when I was driving up there, I thought, you know, I, I they're probably going to empty the arena. I think I thought that going in. Um, and I wonder if they're going to stop the games. And... Um, and so that that was the backdrop to my drive up um, I seventy five twenty four from Atlanta to Nashville, and and um, 
you know, I get to the arena, and by then the NCAA tournament had uh, the NCAA had announced that the tournament was going to be played without fans. And about two, two and a half hours later, whatever it was, I mean, the gates were open for for the Georgia game, and I'm like, what mm-hmm. the hell is going on? I mean, how how can we have all this major stuff happening? And the NCAA announces this, and the SEC feels like fans need to be allowed into the arena for really, honestly, an inconsequential tournament. I mean, we go ahead. We could make the case that, that, oh, well, Georgia won that tournament in 2008 and the tornado and all that stuff. But realistically, I mean, come on. And and then you even take that out of it because regardless of ramifications of the tournament – in the big picture, it didn't really mean anything, and I, I didn't get it at all. And then, and then the fact that the next, with all the stuff that happened that night, uh, Thursday morning, they still hadn't canceled it. I, I really thought at the outset, and I've said this on a couple other shows, and you and I have talked about this too. You know, in situations like this, when unexpected drama and unexpected catastrophe happens Mm -hmm. this is when we really learn about leadership right and and i really believe that that um in those for that two to three day period i mean we could even say a week i thought the leadership uh not just at georgia to some degree but but i mean at various schools and conferences around the country really was lacking i thought and i i told look i totally get that there was no playbook for this that nobody knows what's going to happen. But with all the stuff going around, I was really sort of stunned by the indecision. And I did, I don't know. Yeah. I've kind of gone back and forth on this. I don't know how much of it was because of money and ratings and, and they didn't want to let go of that or how much of it was they were just paralyzed by not knowing what to do because this is nothing they ever practiced for. Yeah, I, I, um, think, that, I think that they're not being much of a precedent for this. Mm-hmm. I mean... If if people were around for the aftermath of nine eleven, that's the closest parallel. Um, when when sports kind of shut down, um, even then it was even though after nine eleven there was this sense of is something else coming or more coming. It was still more the kind of the shock of it of of having a mourning period and then okay is it okay to get back to sports? With this, it's we don't know how long this is going to last. I mean it's a pandemic. Um, exactly. So right. there really is no playbook. It's, I mean, I'm not going to equate it to 9/11. They're on just kind of different parallels, but it, it's it's a different playbook. But <clears throat> I've wondered about two things. One is this a result of you have people who have come up through, um, you know, they've become very successful in their field, which is athletics or academics, but not leadership like these people aren't trained to be leaders and and make decisions like this um the other thing is what happened at uga where the university system of georgia Mm -hmm. announced at around noon on thursday that they were going to go back to school just as normal they used the the term uh face-to-face classes and the email actually said let me see if i can pull it up um, because it was just so kind of laughable uh, that um, that the department, the Georgia Department of Public Health, uh, has advised that the risk of contacting contracting the coronavirus in Georgia remains low, and then kind of buried lower. They 
say that there's 12 confirmed and 19 presumptive positive cases in Georgia. I don't want to get into the whole science and the whole medical part of it, but like it was tone deaf and it was arguably wrong. You know, we don't know what the, you know, what the chances are. I mean, we're we're hearing different things all the time, but one thing that we kind of keep hearing is that it's contagious when you don't know you have it. Um, like it gets in your system and then, you know, you're going around thinking you're healthy and, and then you're not. But I think the one thing that we knew was that it was not a good idea to throw tens of thousands of kids and staff members just returning from God knows where on spring break, cruises, uh, flights, airports, wherever, and throw them all together in an incubator. And they reversed course about four hours later, but to at first have that decision, um, I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. UGA's well, uh, well, the Georgia uh, wasn't UGA itself. Yeah, it was you the, could argue. UGA's, I'd like to know. Yeah, I'd like to know yeah. how what, what UGA's input in it. it I mean, UGA is, sim, is the flagship school in the system, right? So at the, minimum, you have to wonder if Jerry Moorhead, the president, didn't have enough clout even if he thought they needed to not return right away as normal to yeah they to be able to argue like no we can't do this i agree their their reaction to me was <laughs> as as much as i was baffled along the way by what the sec was doing and and some other conferences and, and schools thought whatever i i mean there to me the georgia administration's reaction was was particularly baffling because i don't mm-hmm. know and I didn't see their second statement when they decided, okay, on second thought, we won't have students come on campus. I don't, I don't think anything had changed in those four hours. No, had no it was and, it was and, it was mea culpa, right, but, or, right, it, it was, and, but there was no mea culpa in the statement. It was correct. just and, and like and, all right, and we're convert, after further thought, right? And conversely, in Nashville, like you know, back to the leadership thing and 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 understanding a situation and and basically being able to reset and take charge and you you know we, you and I talked in the subject of Mike, Mark Cuban came up and he's here's a guy who's put up put out more than a few fires in his in his life and his career and he knew how to right. respond and I, yeah. and I think I said Arthur Blank too there were these people who were in the you know doggy dod corporate world and built major corporations and dealt with everything along the way on the way up um uh, on Wednesday night, immediately following the Georgia game, Gre- uh, Greg Sankey, the SEC commissioner, uh, held an impromptu press conference. And he, he looked, I wasn't the only one who thought this, he looked extremely uncomfortable. He, he mm-hmm. Clearly, this is not a kind of press conference, anything remotely close to this he had held before. He, he didn't stammer, but he just, you know, for a guy who's pretty polished, Generally speaking, in that kind of setting, he didn't really look comfortable, and 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 I thought he aired and and it was about he said fifteen minutes. I thought it was a little longer than fifteen minutes, but he said fifteen minutes before he stepped up on, on stage was when the NBA announced that that um, the season was going to be canceled. And so the obvious, a few of us were talking about it before the press conference, it's like, why are we playing this this tournament? Right. And and it's like, well, that question's going to be asked. And I think it was like the second or third question. And then there were a couple of questions about it. And and he didn't really have a good answer. I mean, he his his only answer was, well, basically, I just found out about this. It's like, OK, <laughs> yeah. but you knew, you know, you know about the severity of the situation. Now, after that night, 
clearly the dominoes started falling around around the when country. Sankey spoke it was previous to the Rudy Gobert and that's yeah. correct that yeah. that's correct yeah. and and um uh well no no, no it was no 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 it wasn't no no, no, no okay. it wasn't yeah. that had happened no and, he and they the 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 SEC exactly. made its decision to have the tournament go on with empty arenas then correct the Rudy Gobert NBA suspension and then Sankey spoke Okay, yeah. and then Sankey spoke, and 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 you know some who were defending the SEC, it's like, well, the difference in the NBA is, you know, what uh, Rudy Gobert tested positive. It's like, okay, so are we going to wait? Right. And this question even came up: Are we going to wait for someone in the SEC tournament to test positive? Is that what we're talking about? Well, well and then, no, not really. I, you know. I, 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 you know, sorry to interrupt, but I just did. Um, okay. But the uh, the I don't know if we need to do this, Jeff, where we need to like defend because I, I still keep seeing tweets like on my Twitter feed, like, why are they doing this? You know, <clears throat> only, you know, it's not that serious. Only a few people get sick, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm not going to get into the medical part of it. I'll refer to a tweet I sent out, I think a couple days ago saying that we don't know whether we're being over cautious or under cautious because right. we don't know much about this. So we should just not talk out of our ass. Um, people are continuing to do that, but Something that Sankey said and something that I've heard from other people, and this is what Sankey said to his credit yesterday after they canceled the tournament, right. was he was hearing from athletes and from coaches saying, we don't want to play. I think the Rudy Gobert yeah. thing was the tipping point. Um, yeah, he yeah. he he said he didn't – I mean, when I, when I was there listening, he didn't necessarily hear that directly. He heard a couple questions. Like there was a question a week before the tournament, he said, where a coach came up to him and said – should we play this? Um, right. And and but then it was kind of dismissed. And then he went to actually, I think Tom Crean was one of them. He went to the shoot around the morning of the Wednesday's game, and he's the way he put this. The organization. This, the question was, "You guys ready?" And uh, well, let's let's we're ready. Let's play. You know that kind of thing. So he now, you know, I, I there was limited contact with players or athletes. Um, I, I did I. Uh, I talked to Anthony Edwards and, you know, and Severe Wheeler and they were like, you know, it's, they didn't say they didn't want to play, but they, but they were like, you know, our health is important. I totally get at that point. It was just the fans weren't going to be let in. I would think mm -hmm. there was a little bit of a exhale and relief. Um, Sankey's Sankey the next day, yesterday on Thursday, his response was much better. All these other things that happened. I think he had sort of, sobered up uh understood the situation and then they canceled the tournament and i thought he he really hit the right tone uh in the press conference on thursday and and he actually got choked up at one point when recalling georgia basketball's mm -hmm. tournament win in 2008 i mean it, it, and basically the context was that was the question about about you know players and coaches not wanting to play and and the what he used was in 2008, basically, there was all this criticism about the tournament basically being played, I believe. And and they went on to play Georgia. You know, we won't go to the lane. Georgia ended up playing a doubleheader one day, including mm -hmm. beating Kentucky. They ended up winning the championship, conference championship the next day, saved Dennis Felton's job for a year. Uh, they won it at Georgia Tech. And Sankey, who was not the commissioner at the time, he was, he was number two, three, four down, whatever it was in the conference. And... Uh, there was a Georgia player, he didn't, he didn't identify, but there was a Georgia player walking down the hallway at uh, Georgia Tech's uh, then Alexander Memorial Coliseum holding the, holding the trophy saying, this is the best day of my life. 
Mm-hmm. And, and that image stuck with Greg Sankey about why he wanted to continue to try to play games as much as possible because he, he's very big about providing athletes those moments. I, I, think, I think that's legitimate. Um, and he went on to say this isn't about money, this isn't about TV ratings or anything else. And I believed him in that sense. Um, I just thought initially he did not really. Yeah, he, he I mean, needed to take a step back, and he and he did. Yeah, and I think and I think that's where I kind of absolve everyone a little bit. Not everyone. There's some people that I don't. But um, you know, ultimately they made the right choice. Hopefully they made the right choice. I mean, hopefully nothing happened by playing games on Wednesday. Um, it took the Big East. The Big East literally stopped a game at halftime and canceled its tournament. Mm-hmm. They were kind of the ones that were lagging, but. It seemed like this just escalated so quickly, and it escalated via like awareness mainly. But the Rudy Gobert thing was the real like tipping point. That was when, yeah, and, and it happened. I think you know when Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson announced that they had tested positive, and and you know what? In the grand scheme of things, to get back to what I said at the start, this sucks. This is one of my favorite times of year. This is my favorite time of year because. Uh, you know, the, the weather's getting better. I love March Madness. I, I love baseball. So baseball's about to start. Um, you know, work-wise, spring practice is about to start. And so you've got some excitement about covering new players. I was excited about getting in there and seeing Jamie Newman, seeing what Todd Munkin may be doing with the offense. This is not good, but this is necessary i think and it's it's just we have to shut it down and you know everyone kind of self-quarantine or whatever and and get a hold of this and hopefully short-term hit for long-term you know good prognosis for the country yeah, specifically, I mean, here in Georgia, I've touched on this already in a couple of things. I mean, you know, we have, in addition to spring football, we had the Braves who were getting ready to open the season in a few weeks, or were going to open the season in a few weeks, and then they and then they opened the homestand. You have the Final Four was here in Atlanta, the, mm-hmm. um, the Masters. We still don't know what Augusta National is going to do. Um, right now, golf and NASCAR are the only two things still going. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and... And, you know, you touched on spring football, and, and yeah, there's this great convergence of events, uh, specifically here in Atlanta and in, and in Georgia. And um, that's going away right now, and, and part of what I was going to write in my next column, we, we've talked about a little bit here, is, you know, we sports has always been this sort of great unifying thing. As much as we hate each other these days, you know, t- depending on one's political stance or what somebody says or... Um, or anything in, in life or whether this <laughs> whether a pandemic is a media vast media left-wing media conspiracy um you know you could put forty thousand people 50 hundred thousand people in a stadium and they're all there rooting for their teams and um even if they yell at each other because my team's better than your team or something that's okay they're all there mm-hmm. together in a stadium and and this is and we're all going to have to figure out something else because that's not going to be there at least for the next few weeks, um, potentially longer. And and look, I am not, you know, the nine eleven thing came up. Somebody asked me about it yesterday, and that to me is not a good analogy because that was a one day thing. That was a one hour thing, whatever mm-hmm. it was. And there was incredible tragedy and devastation and everything. But that was it. It was like you know, 
planes crashed into buildings. It was done. And, and the only question about when sports was going to start back up again is going to be, well, when's the country ready for it? This is different. This is mm-hmm. more like, to me, World War II. This is more like we're shutting down baseball until after the war, and then we'll figure it out. And that's kind of where this is because you they didn't, didn't know shut down when baseball. To be well, they had totally yeah out. okay yeah they they also had they time like it was December seventh was Pearl Harbor and so they you're yeah, right okay yeah. okay they had the how long did, now when did the women's league go wasn't it that or was that World War One that was World War Two right yeah it was World War Two the League II, of the thing yeah yeah so um but. No, I, I get that what factual you're saying. Side, you, you kind of get where I'm I, trying. I, Nobody I really do, knows. Yeah. Like I said, now nope. I will argue 9-11 was long lasting in the sense that you were around. I mean, I was living in D.C. at the time. So, like, I would often drive by the Pentagon and see the big gaping hole that had been left by the plane. Um, and there was this kind of constant fear of what's next. You know, every time you saw a plane in the air, you were like, ooh, you know. Um, but I get what you're saying. It, it happened. And like I said at the start – we were able to return to sports being played after I think baseball took a week off. That was it. And they pushed back their season a week NFL and college. They, they took cause nine 11 was on a Tuesday mm-hmm. and they pretty much quickly canceled stuff right away. Um, and so there were no games that weekend, but then they returned the weekend after that. We're, we're pushing everything back further than we did for nine 11 for reasons that you're stating. Jeff, which is that we don't know when this is actually over. We don't know. I mean, it will right. or over enough because it won't be over. It's just a matter of it's what yeah. we see in all these, you know, tweets about like flatten the curve. I mean, that's that's we don't know much, as I've said a few times, but that's one thing that people seem to agree on, which is you just got to you got to flatten this curve. You got to get that rise down and that, you know, they may be seeing that in China now. And so we've we've got to do that. Yeah, I mean, you know, if it's true, it, it takes a year. It's going to take at least a year for a vaccination. You know, it's not going to be, it's not going to be over until sometime after that, as we define right. over. But yeah, yeah, how long will? And it I'm sorry, be people. It's not the flu. It's not the common cold. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, right. the the flu has. You can get antibiotics for it. We don't have that for this. It doesn't mean it's going to kill everybody that gets it. It's not. But if yeah, it, uh, we don't need to get into that. But, I mean, just, yeah, like I said, if we're being overcautious, better that than the other way. Yeah. In the meantime, only a pandemic could stop Georgia basketball this year, as it turned out, right? Yeah. They were, they were yeah. on the rise. Yeah, Georgia. and I, I don't, I don't want to, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> they they were, won their last I'm game, you, so I'm telling you, Seth. I'm telling you, Seth. They got it together. They were they were headed back to the NCAA. Yeah, they, they, I'm telling you, they had they had lost by 30 in their previous game, their last game of the regular season, and the game before that lost at home to the team they were I'm about to play you, on Thursday. Georgia, yeah, but they Georgia won. They, you know won, they won their last game. game. Um, Georgia Southern won their last game. I'm telling yeah. you, this was going to be okay. Tech had the NCAA thing, but this was mm-hmm. this was going to be. This was going to be the Georgia homecoming in the Final Four, if not for this damn pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> did you add that? Oh, that's pretty good. That's, that's good. I did not. Okay. Wow. All right. So okay, you let the audience in. We're trying to have some sort of humor here. It, just for the record, this is the kind of you know, like humor that rubs some people the wrong <laughs> way about you, Jeff. 
but I continue to have you on the show. Me? Because you are a Georgia basketball beat writer now for The Athletic. You know, Craig, I appreciate that. You know, Greg Sankey actually did not would not shake my hand the other day, but it actually wasn't because of me, he said. Mm, this yeah. is true. After his press conference, I went out to shake his hand before I asked him a question off stage. Anthony Edwards did the same thing, it, right? Or you guys did shake hands. No, well, no, what happened? No, like, no, oh, wait, with Sankey, should we have done that? Yeah, yeah, with Sankey, I put my hand out, and he put his, he sort of put his hands in his, or kept his hands in his suit pocket and said, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> And in this case, like I said, it wasn't me. It actually was the virus. Yeah. Edwards, when I went up to him, I shook his hand at the beginning. And then I stopped. It's like, oh, wait, sorry. You don't do that. He goes, that's ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of smiled and said, ah, it's, okay. so You know what? It's um, just, it's a crazy time. And, and, then a, he, and, then he, and then he poured sanitizer over himself. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a surreal time. Um, and, you know, like I said at the start, it sucks. And... Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's not much there's not much to say. We're gonna the athletic is gonna continue to exist. We're gonna we've we've got some stories. I've actually got some stories that I've already written that did not require spring practice. So those are gonna come out. We're gonna work on some stuff that doesn't require actual events or practices being held. Um, so hang with us, and we'll, we'll come out of this. I think. Uh, but just yeah, to, I've got we've got a few ideas. Yeah. I know already it's I, I think it's going to be it's gonna now we're gonna have to scramble you know we have 400 plus sports writers <laughs> we're gonna be scrambling for for some things over the next couple of weeks but there's going to be some news along the way too mm-hmm. um and 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 you know to me the good thing about a place like the athletic is is you know anytime something happens we we have the uh we have the depth of a roster and we have the time that we can kind of give it some um some perspective about what's going on. I think we're going to be able to, you know what? I think we're going to be able to do those kind of stories that we probably do best, you know, just because of sort of our, uh, our agenda or mission and, and the number of people we have on our staff. Um, yeah. So we're going to, we're going to move be, as quick as we okay. can, uh, to do that. But it, it also requires a little bit of kind of taking side. We, we had a, little you know inside baseball part of it but we had a teleconference yesterday the college football team um to talk about options and ideas uh as we don't have anything to actually cover for the next few weeks and and the company has a teleconference for later today uh to talk kind of company-wide about how to do this and and how to proceed um we're not shutting it down uh we're gonna do our God, best no <laughs> I mean, we're Please now we're going to be doing it from our houses, uh, <laughs> yes. our quarantined houses, with our six-year-olds and four-year-olds here at home, which is why I purchased a uh, Nintendo uh, Classic this morning. Let my son learn was the that, joy of Tech Mobile. Was, was that your excuse? We have a pandemic. I have to get my son Nintendo now. Is that it? Was is a that little. We're going it, it was. It was a little bit of a convenient excuse. But inside baseball in the Emerson home, my wife was mad because she was going to get it for me for my birthday. So Aww. it was. Uh, yeah, she, she was going to get it anyway. We're just getting it early now. Now, it, and, and, now she's upset. She thinks and, she has to come up with another birthday present. I made a joke about will we even be here on May twenty second. Um, then I said, that's not a funny joke, but seriously, you don't need to get me anything except, um, maybe this game to go with the Nintendo. I I would just say of all the times your wife has been mad at you, this has probably been the most positive kind of time she's been, positive reason she's been mad at you, that she actually was going to buy you a present. 
She's been mad at you for a lot of worse, lot much worse things. I'm yeah, sure. you don't even know. It's not like I share everything with you. Okay, probably a good time. Do you, Jeff, do you want to close with any uh, kind of thoughts that you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm people hoping, need to do I'm over hope, the next few weeks. I'm hoping that what you hear is just a regular cold right now. Um, <laughs> I think we all hope that. And uh, and. Uh, Next, if if it is just a regular call, we'll be back next week for um, for another episode of Damn Good Pandemic. It's just Where's you just you just keep. I guess it's, it's your shtick. I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying here. You mean well. Right, really. I defend you to Georgia fans by saying you mean well. <laughs> you mean well. Jeff means well. I'm not sure that's true, but that's what I tell them. All right, everybody. I, I, um, in fairness, that is, yeah. that's it's not always true, correct? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, everybody. Well, I hope this has helped you You're in any way. Clever, clo- commiserate. A, a clever closing. Yeah. Did you want to say anything in closing? Or I'll say it. Again. No, I thought you were trying to think of a funny line or a no, no. I don't, I don't have anything. Or, let's let's just get back to and I, hopefully this is the subject of the 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 title of the show. This sucks. There's no other word for this, it. <laughs> It sucks. See, now that's negative. I mean, you got to come a little lighter. You can't. You can't spend these next few weeks with that kind of attitude. Set, all right, right, here, here we. All right, anybody listening all the way to the end, and I don't know why you're still with us, but if you are, I actually am an expert on working at home, as is Jeff, because we've and and uh, Spencer Hall of uh, Every Day Should Be Saturday kind of did this too, so I'm stealing the idea from him, but. Um, Tweet at me or Jeff suggestions on how to work at home with kids or whatever, with distractions and whatever. And tweet or pull up on YouTube the video of the BBC interview with the guy whose children broke into his office while yeah, he was doing a Skype live yeah. interview. <laughs> that, um, was, that, was one of, that was one of the all-timers. Yeah, I've had, I've had <laughs> situations close to that. Um, but, yeah, this is the, we're all going to be going through this for the next few weeks. So... Tweet at us, and we'll we'll give you some advice. All right, everybody. I like that. Uh, Thanks for joining us, and as I said, this sucks. We just stepped on their face with a hobnail boot and broke their nose. We just crushed their face.